0: Welcome back to the Nationally Syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. I always love talking to Cody Willard. And uh, you know him from com, phenomenal newsletter, his hedge fund. Uh, he is uh, a business journalist as well. He's on a lot of different media and for years were, was part of the teams at both uh, CNBC and at different point uh, Fox Business um, and really a very important part of what we do here on The Price of Business. Cody, love having you back on the show and uh, love talking about uh, some of these really important issues that are going on. Uh, today, we're going to talk really kind of a macro approach, you know, and look at some of the big points of conversation, which, of course, is the economy, which we are talking about. Um, should be talking about something more often. Uh, everyone kind of gets lost in the woods in these conversations without uh noticing the larger macro and the interconnectedness that uh really plays a big role.
1: That's right. That's right. Thanks for having me. Always great to be back um talking to you. Um look, the 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 economy, you know, right now certainly interest rates and inflation are probably the two biggest themes and threats to the United States and global economies frankly. Um I I, I let's hit one um at, at a time though. Inflation is always a function of monetary and fiscal policy from the the government. It doesn't happen because corporations are trying to raise prices unfairly. Um, But the Republicans and Democrats for my entire lifetime, the Federal Reserve for my entire lifetime, have all played fast and loose with our money supply and fast and loose with being able to bail out the markets, bail out banks, print more money, try to make assets inflated, creating bubbles, which then eventually creates crashes. And, you know, and it's finally come back to bite them. And the Jerome Powell, the current Federal Reserve Chairman, Sort of took the whole idea of 0% interest rates and free money to its logical end game, and inflation went through the roof. And now we're dealing with the other side of that, and the Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell are raising rates as quickly as they can, and with hopefully trying not to break anything too badly in the economy, but they are breaking stuff, including. Um, you know, new home my, own, buyers who would like to buy a home, instead of being able to buy it at, say, 3, 4, or 5% interest rates, it's now 8 or 9% uh, mortgage rates for them to borrow the money at. Um, now, that was a good segue to the interest rate scenario where, look, in the grand scheme of things, when you lend someone money, whether it's a government or a private corporation or a homeowner, you should charge interest. You are taking risk and you're locking your money up uh, for at least some sort of a, amount of time. And I truly and fully believe that the United States economy should and will be able to handle, say, 5 to 6% treasury rates. If you lend the government money for two years or 10 years or 30 years, you should probably get 4%, 5 or 6% of Interest for that, and uh, if the economy can't handle reasonable interest rates, we've got a, a much bigger problem than interest rates themselves.
0: Yeah, and you and I both know that the interest rates that uh, that uh, we're we're talking about don't even match up reality. When you look at the level of personal debt and level of governmental debt, what thirty two trillion dollars? I mean, think about it. Do these rates match reality? Uh, We look a lot like Jesse's role Congress. Instead, we keep propping it with hope being the
1: primary driver. That's right. You know, I think if I'm remembering, I'm like having a deja vu a little bit here with you, Kevin. Uh, Two years ago, maybe three years ago, several two or three different times, we talked about the 0% interest rate environment that the Federal Reserve and the politicians, Republicans and Democrats had taken us into. And how it was unsustainable and not healthy, and so you know it's actually healthy for the economy to have five to six percent interest rates for the government to borrow money at, and frankly, homeowners are a bigger risk than the United States government, so there probably should be seven to eight percent interest rates for most homeowners. It sucks, I know, but you know that's for the people the banks or the people that lend you money to buy a house are taking a risk and tying up their capital for either 20 or 30 years for the typical mortgage. And so, you know, it's it, it, it was unsustainable to have these incredibly low free money rates, and we're back to somewhere more normal. And um, that's frankly healthy over the long term. It'll be better for our economy if we can just stabilize here a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I, I think is uh, counterintuitive is the stock market right now, most pundits and investors are – hoping and praying that the Federal Reserve will do its usual game of cutting rates back below to artificial low levels to try to stimulate asset prices and to inflate asset prices. And I don't think they're going to. If they do cut, start cutting rates in the next six months or a year, it's because there's a financial crisis going on. And that's probably not foolish. Yeah,
0: I think that's right. And I think that, you know, I think you're right about that. I was just going to say before you even said that, that, you know, the Wall Street is biting at the bit to get back to uh, free money. I mean, they're biting at the bit. And uh, I really think that caution should be the word and probably will be. You know, they created such a weird environment, very government, making it so easy for people to stop working creating, I think, what we have is an artificially high demand for employment because of what government has done in terms of making it easy for people not to work, you know. uh, That's actually fueled the inflationary environment. You know, you look at Phillips' curve, uh, which, you know, is huge for uh, interpreting things like unemployment and those type of things. That thing's been turned upside down basically due to government distortions that uh, have created an unusually high demand for labor, making people really think that the economy is even more more robust than it actually is. I mean, this is typical. Government created distortions, perversions, and ruin, and uh, nobody seems to care. And really, I, I, I found very few talking about it. All I've seen is interviews with economists who have promoted the idea of Phillips Ferb, which is almost all the economists, scratching their. Well, what's going on? Really, you don't see what government has done in terms of employment.
1: Well, and 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 you used the right word. I think the key word of everything you said. You used it two or three times. Distorted. It distorts things, and and that's not healthy. That makes that that creates misallocation of capital. If, if, if people invest in the wrong stuff, and the money should be going into things that create prosperity and good services and cheaper goods for consumers and businesses and instead you, you end up with you know random uh, the nft bubble if you recall the non-fungible tokens and the whole crypto bubble I, I look i'm i've been in bitcoin since 2013 and i still own it and i plan to own it forever but most of those cryptos out there were silly, stupid, and fraudulent, and yet they were. Some of them were worth billions of dollars at the top, and most most of those are now down ninety nine percent. And all the people that misallocated their capital lost their money.
0: Yeah, some of them are actually literally dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like Elon Musk, yeah, some of them are literally literally dogs. And so yeah, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm not the single that's out. And frankly, the Dogecoin has done better than a lot of the others. Uh, but I wonder when he made that coin if he if he had uh, Wall Street in mind, uh, Gordon Gecko in mind. Some of them are dogs. Some of them are dogs with police <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are anyway. dog
1: carcasses.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, we're, we're wrapping up the segment, near the end, lost the cover. We did a pretty good job, though, in a short time frame, and really helped, I hope the listeners understand how complicated it is, and it really requires nuanced thinking. And what, what you also said in a recent segment is to stay cool, because there's so many who, who are not, and you should profit off of that. Final thoughts from you.
1: You know, I will quote when I tell my nine year old daughter all the time when she gets overexcited or freaks out, both good or bad, when something good or bad happens to her. The two most important words in life be cool. So be cool out there. Don't panic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those are good words to end on. Always good talking to you. I am Kevin Price. You can listen to the one and only Cody Rhodes right here on the partnership business.